Good evening and welcome to Natural News at 7ish. I'm Aidan Munro and welcome. This here channel is where we're going to focus on everything nature related, environment related, all that good juicy stuff. All that stuff that doesn't get covered. We're bringing it to you. Not live, but pre-recorded weekly around 7ish. Let's get started. First up, researchers in New Zealand's Mackenzie Basin have used a form of misdirection in the spreading of scent to fool predators. This is all to protect endangered shorebirds. Birds in New Zealand have spent much of their latter evolutionary years exempt from land-based predators, and as such, the introduction of alien species, the European rat, ferrets, and the per-happy domestic cat has led to a hard time in learning to cope, with 59 New Zealand bird species sadly now extinct. The shorebirds that shape this particular study are the banded dotrels, blothers, wybrels, and the southern island pied oyster catcher. These birds evolved with avian predators and camouflage their nests in the Pebbly River banks. Sadly, this tactic doesn't work so well against the introduced scent hunting mammals, which use their scent to locate the nests. So, the idea is take the scent hunting mammals' tactics and then throw them off the scent. So, the shorebirds are migratory, and in the five weeks prior to their arrival for the breeding season, a concoction of three birds' feathers and their preen glands, which are the glands with a waxy substance used for preening, which is essentially the human equivalent to soap. They made this into an odorsome goop, mixed it with some vaso or Vaseline for those of you not in the know, and spread it onto rocks over two 1,000 hectare blocks every three days for three months. That's some serious walking and some serious vaso use. So the sources of misdirection and misinformation was visited by the predators, and after a few days, it became clear that it's not going to lead to any food. Guess what? They stopped visiting. So, the shorebirds arrived, nests were built, eggs were laid, but the usual rate of predation was different. At the control sites, those not smeared with bird soap and feathers, the predators ate birds and eggs at the usual rate. At the sites with bird soap, the number of nests predated on was almost halved. The same tactic was implemented the next season, the previous control sites, and guess what? The results lined up again. The model produced by the researchers saw an increase in plover populations, try to say that fast, by 75% over 25 years, and a decline by 40% in the absence of any management. Turns out, the use of misinformation and misdirection is a tactic without the blunt force of killing predators and informs the importance of inventive predator management. Now, our friends the banded dotrels, plovers, southern island pied oyster catchers, and their newly feathered up chicks are about to, or are currently, undertaking their northern journey to their feeding grounds. The imprinting of these locations on birds' internal GPS is still not completely understood. It seems as though a combination of olfactory sensors, illuminate maps, some tiny iron concentrations in the bird's inner ear may help navigate using the Earth's magnetic field, the imprinting of the sun and stars and smelling their way around could all inform these some 100 gram birds on their journey to the other side of the world. The evolutionary tactic of maintaining a thermal niche between both their breeding season and wintering range is the most likely driver. This evolutionary tactic has encouraged a fantastic array of stick poking in what exactly are these darn birds are doing. Charles Morton, an English minister and scientist, reached the conclusion that they were flying to the moon. Aristotle thought it must be that the birds are hibernating or indeed transforming, 
morphing into another species when winter descends. It is not completely understood how these birds are able to travel such extensive distances, so keep your eyes to the sky and send out your appreciation to these global flyers. For our friends in Tasmania, keep your eyes to the sky in the coming weeks and get involved in Where Where Wedgie, a citizen science-assisted project founded by Nature Trackers. The Wedgetail Eagle population previous to this initiative had no long-term formal monitoring program. With this project, it's hoped to gain an accurate representation of the Wedgetail Eagle population and also the current trend of the population. Currently, it is believed to be in a trend of decline. This program, with the help of citizen scientists, will give answers and help provide management and actions to support the special, special Wedgetail Eagles. So, go to naturetrackers.com.au or Google Where Where Wedgie to lend a hand. Up next, a reminder that dogs smell other dogs' weeter than we on it. Now, soiled undies. That's right, undies buried in soil is what's happening in the Soil Your Undies campaign run by the University of New England and Cotton Info. Undies are being buried around Australia for eight weeks, then dug up again. The more degraded they are, the better the microbial activity of the soil, and the better the soil health is. Some are degraded only until the elastic remains, and some you can sadly still see the original soils. You can check out a map to pinpoint where undies have been soiled, so go to cotninfo.com.au, maybe even soil your own in the name of citizen science, and maybe invite others to soil theirs. Maybe even upload your results and put yourself on the map. Join us next week to find out what the big deal is with deciduous trees, and a feel-good story since the terrible 2019-2020 fires. Well, that's it. I mean, that's that. Thank you for joining us for our first news segment. We'll be back next week around 7-ish. Until then, stay safe, smile, and remember to spread the good word.